You are listening to 4 Raw from 4 Fields of Anfield Road, the world's international LFC podcast. Well, Jurgen, three points and a clean sheet. Are you a happy man tonight? Absolutely, really happy about that. So, um, it's so important and it's so difficult here to play um, in Southampton. They are a good football playing side, obviously, problems in the table, but not really performance wise, to be honest. So, they couldn't create too many chances first half. Yes, crosses. We struggled a little bit. Always when we let them play the diagonal balls, then we were not quick. First of all, not active enough to avoid these balls, then not close enough to help the fullback in the situation. So they did well. And then Loris was there. So really good, really important for us. We all know the quality we have. Um, we can always score. So we all know if you keep a clean sheet, it's likely that you, you win the game because we'll score up front. And you were key in that because you had to make some big and vitally important saves at uh, at one nil too. Yeah, I mean I'm goalkeeper. That's that's my job. So um, try to be there for the team when when it needs me. Um, first half was a bit busier than second, but uh, yeah, that's my job. So. ball go over the top of Andrew Robertson and Hoiberg thinks he's just going to hit this on target but he doesn't bank on the goalkeeper out to him like a shot this is Tadic it's a lovely ball to the far post well Wolf Trials with the header and Carrius with the response for Liverpool a couple of really big saves from the Liverpool goalkeeper here Cedric Suarez it's not the worst ball in the world but the impression Virgil van Dijk might have seen that one before. <laughs> it's immediately forward. Oh, Salah's going to get it. Now then, Salah's got one to beat. He uses the support and Liverpool lead. Classic Liverpool counter-attack. Salah turns supplier and Roberto Firmino puts the Reds in front. Back now. They were leaving themselves very open early on. They've tried to get rid of that problem. And Liverpool are Oh, Salah! and out! Salah scores again. The duel of the Nile is sparkling for Liverpool. Oh. You've been fake up. Pretend they've got something for you. Really fake up. But really they've got enough. 
Welcome to 4Raw. 4Raw is an official podcast of 4 Fields of Enfield Road. We are at www.foresite, that's F-O-A-R-S-I-T-E dot com, a great international community of Reds. I'm your host for the show, my name is Joe, but once again, I am not alone. I've got four, four guests with me. First and foremost, say hi, Aaron. Hey, good to be back again as usual. Yes, good to have you back again. And coming back again to the show is Cameron, say hi. Hello, hello. Hey, good to have you as well. And two newcomers. First off, Stan. Hola. How are you, mate? How are you doing? Uh, uh, amazing. Three points off the reds. Nothing to complain about that. Um, no, and, sir. yeah, and of course, last but not least, say hi, Bobby. Hey, how's it going? All doing good, all doing good. Okay, guys, um, thank you for joining me on this show. Um, it's uh, it wasn't exactly the best game of football in the world, was it? Um, but most importantly, as Stan said, three points in the bag, two goals uh, from the dream team, Bobby and uh, Salah. And but uh, yeah, obviously, Bob, the Bobby that we have on this show is not Bobby for me, you know, but he could be. <laughs> um, Aaron, what was your view of, view of the game? Uh, just pleased. I mean, um, you know, going to St. Mary's was always going to be tough. They've been uh, somewhat of a bogey team for us in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, we beat them 3-0 early this season, but I don't think the, it was as easy as the score might lead you to believe. And I just thought if we were able to get a, uh, the opening goal, yep. then we could go ahead and, 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 and win the game. And we did that. Um, so uh, it's just a good way to – it's a good win to get before we, we head out for um, Valentine's Day against Porto. So I'm made up, man. I'm, I'm really pleased. You know, Man United dropped points, and a lot of times when – other teams in the top four drop points. We don't always take advantage of it. Yep. So this was nice to to be to celebrate United losing, but also handling our own business as well. So That's all right. in all, made up, made up. That's right. In fact, actually, I said the same thing um, over the weekend just before the game. I said, um, you know, I mean, we we did predict. I mean, we did the the, the pre-show for, forecast, right? I think yeah, we, yeah, you yeah. you went for three goals, didn't you? I did, one Three, off, yeah. We, yeah. we should have had four. Yeah. Four, <laughs> well, but, I, you know, I, it is what it is. Exactly. I got three, three, one, I think. Wait, Chris. guys. Yeah, four, yeah. Four, maybe five, six, maybe? Maybe. We blew a lot of chances in that second half. Yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah. We did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, but um, I did say before, after that show, and, I, and, I, and I, on the comment section on, the, on our website, um, you know, I felt a little bit funny about this because... Um, uh, the, 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 our top four contenders were were dropping points, and we needed to do the the business. Um, and you know, never really get the confidence that you know when the pressure is on that they were able to do it. But hopefully, fingers crossed that they could, um, you know, signal a change and uh, and fortune. Um, and they did it. Um, and you know what? Um, it may not have been the best game, Cam, but you know, really, this is this is what. results need to come from not playing absolutely the best football in the world but still grinding out three points isn't it cam yeah i was actually uh really pleased um i was kind of getting sick of those those games where we where we dominate in possession the whole game and we just don't seem to come away with with uh with any of the goals um that that we expect yeah so it's nice to kind of get a little bit of a change they had a little bit more possession but when we did have possession we were productive with it we, we were um we were countering when when we got the ball we, we found a lot of through balls yep. and 
I think we uh, created a, a high number of chances relative to our possession. Yep. In fact, in speaking of the possession stat, interestingly enough, Southampton had most of the ball. Well, it, it it's well mm, just marginally. They just shaded it. Um, they had fifty two percent of the ball. Believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Strange, right? <laughs> Very strange stats to see. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll take less possession and two goals over eighty-five percent possession and 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 draws all day. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're not gonna hear a whimper from me on that one. Um, Stan, I actually was yeah. really pleased because, like, sometimes when we don't dominate games and we're we're looking shaky in the back, yeah. but I thought we, for, for most of the part, we we just didn't look like in trouble or or barely hanging on. We we looked in control yeah. defensively, which is which is. Uh, which is a positive in my in my eyes. Yeah, yeah. Stan, the focus before this game was about the Southampton uh, reunion. <laughs> um, Virgil Van Dyke, of of course, being the the, the newest uh, uh, old boy, uh, Southampton Old Boys Association uh, that's being formed at Liverpool. Um, did you think that the that um, all these guys coming back to St Mary's? Um, how 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 did you see you know this game shaping up for you and uh, how, what was your takeaway? You know it's so funny that um, that uh, you would burst that question to me because I actually tweeted about that during the match. Um, I'll, I'll I'll just put it out there: uh, the crowd at St. Mary's sounded so salty, and maybe that's an Americanism. Um, American is an Americanist term. Um, salty meaning they felt burned, they felt yeah. uh, betrayed. Yeah. Uh, you have like what Lamella, uh, Adam Alana, yeah. um, Dejan Lavrin, Virgil, obviously, Sadio Mane. I was actually going on and on about this mm-hmm. pre match yeah. to multiple people, like whomever would listen <clears throat> about this. Yeah. Um, I mean, they are they are our junior academy. Um, and whomever was closest to the club previous to the fixture got the most amount of booze. Yeah. So obviously when Virgil got the ball, uh, whenever he played the ball, whenever he played a touch, you heard the cascade of booze. And I, I think this was uh, towards the end of the first half, I, I let out a tweet just stating they sound really salty today. Mm. Like they sound even more salty than they usually do. Yeah. I don't really think that had an effect on the players per se. Um, it, I don't really think it has an effect on us per se as a club. Mm. Um, as far as the atmosphere of the match of the match goes, it's 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 not necessarily a rivalry. It's one of those, hey, we're better than you, and we know we're better than you, <laughs> and. Ah, I hate to sound like a cocky bastard, but it's <laughs> not we're much, buying not your much. best players. You know what I mean? You're, yeah. You know what I mean? We're we're buying your best players, and they're not even the ones scoring on you. It was Bobby to Salah, Salah to Bobby. So with, yeah. with that, we didn't even need the guys that we purchased from you to win the match. Yeah, we missed we missed four perfect chances. Mane missed a chance. Bobby missed another chance. Mm. The second half was just so frustrating to watch. It's quite sloppy, as, wasn't it? It was quite sloppy, wasn't it? Oh my god, it was it was bad. It was it, it wasn't bad. It was just like okay, as soon as Salah scored the second, it was just like okay, I know I can exhale now because it was the opposite of 
last week mm-hmm. when we only had the first goal. And I literally said, okay, Salah, you got the first. We're going to have to defend for 75 minutes mm. against Tottenham. If that's the case, we're not going to win this match. Mm. We're not going to go there. We're not. I'm just. I'm not going to go there for the sake of the listeners, for the sake of my own blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, it was imperative that we got that second goal before yep. the first 45 was over. Yep. Um, and, and, and just getting back to what you said as far as the atmosphere as far as the old boys are concerned fuck it yeah sorry yeah i mean you know what i mean let's just like just i mean klopp himself kind of said that uh, addressed that at the pre-match uh, uh presser as well um you know he he expect he fully expected you know the booing and the the jeers um against former saints players but you know coming back to this game again um i made a comment on the on our live game cafe um a lot of there was a lot of it was very sloppy that first half. Um, a lot of cheap balls, um, you know, carriers as well. I, there was some. I think there was one moment where he gave. There was kind of like a weak release from him, um, and I was thinking sloppy, weak release, cheap. It sounded like a whorehouse, but okay, bad joke. Never mind. Um, uh, no, 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 <laughs> I, no. I, no, going back to what you said though about the passing in the first half, I saw a lot of poor build up, a lot of. Hey, a lot of lazy passing, which has plagued us in the first half. Yeah, multiple matches so far this season. Yeah, and usually what we'll do is, you know, Klopp, Klopp will come in, they'll tear the guys a new one, and we'll come out in the second half a lot more sharp. Yeah. Um, because we got that second goal at the end of the first half, he didn't necessarily feel the need to tear into them. Yep. As he would if we were only up one nil. Yep. Honestly, we should be winning every match five two, five one, five nil. That is the quality that I believe that we have in this club. Yep. Call me a uh, whatever super positive fan, super fan, whatever you want to call it. With that being said, though, um, yeah, I, the passing was very sloppy in the first half. Yeah, it, was it was sloppy throughout <clears throat> the match. Yeah. And if we actually want to advance in Champions League, I know we're going to get there later on in this episode, but or whenever. Yeah. <laughs> I, the passing, the passing. It, if you're going to be a counterattacking club, Using the four three three, using ginger pressing, your passing has to be a hundred percent. Not a hundred percent, but you know what I mean. It, it yeah, um, yep, yep, and, yeah, and precise throughout. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna get away with this kind of sloppy play against Porto, though. So, no, but, not a chance. Yeah, uh, let me go to Bobby with this next question. Um, and I'm gonna go to uh, about to Southampton a little bit. Um, does this side have the appearance of a squad that should be entangled in a relegation scrap? Bobby, so um, I, I don't. I don't think so. I think that uh, Southampton clearly has the pieces in order to get out of that relegation zone. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't really. I don't know. Uh, I guess. Well, they have. They have difficulty scoring scoring goals at the moment. But mm-hmm. um, and you can tell from the beginning of the game that that they definitely have the the tools in order to score goals uh, and and possess the game. Uh, when they really need to. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, I mean, just I mean, you can just look at the first, what, uh, the first half against us. I mean, uh, like you said in the beginning of the game, uh, beginning of the pod, uh, they have uh, they had more possession over us. Uh, they were attacking us, uh, I would say, pretty effectively uh, along the flank. They were really uh, isolating uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, I believe, pretty well, which kind of exposed us a little bit in the back and kind of put us in a lot of dangerous positions. 
Um, so I think that I think that Southampton definitely have, uh, uh, I guess, the, uh, the right manager in order to keep them in the league, um, as well as the pieces, uh, uh, I guess, to uh, uh, I guess to stay there. Mm. Um, but uh, but I fully I fully expect uh, Southampton to, um, to to get out of that uh, that bottom three and 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 stay in the league. Yeah, and 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 uh, and if they get relegated, then. Maybe we can uh, pick up there. <laughs> I knew this was coming. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let me put you. Let me put you on the spot. Then who, who, who have you, who do you have your eye on? Then uh, I think uh, uh, that's a good question. Um, did you see it? Nathan Redman. Uh, Nathan Redman. Oh, Nathan Redman as well. Um. But uh, wait, they also had that uh, that center back that they got. Um, uh, I forget from where, um, but he. Uh, but but I, I thought he he he, was, uh, he he looked like a pretty a pretty good player. Um, you know, although they, I mean they did concede two goals mm-hmm. uh, against us, but uh, but yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting, interesting. Okay, um, I don't know whether you saw the picture. There was this kid, um, uh, Saints supporter. He, says he, he held up a sign that says, Born to play for Southampton, then be sold to Liverpool. So <laughs> the salty salty um, attitude is, um, is, is quite prevalent there. Um, okay, let's, it, let's take it, a... Yeah. It's a little, little also confusing as to why would you be salty because though we did get a lot of your players, I mean, you also took a lot of our money as well, so... Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Why don't you use that money to reinvest in the club? I'm very sure. I'm I'm almost positive that that, that those funds should be reinvested into said club, into the players. Mm. I mean, that's what transfers are for, no? Yeah. Well, they bought Lamina, the right? They bought Lamina. Well, uh, nah, and a couple of other eh, people. I wasn't impressed by him. <laughs> yeah, to me, Stevens, to, to me, yeah. he was their best player, especially in the, in the first half. Lamina, uh, yeah, in the first forty-five for sure. In the first forty-five for sure. Yeah, I don't know if he was sick or what, but he, he he was battling, and I thought he was really really good in the middle of the park for them. And to me, honestly, that was the only player today yeah. that really showed me anything from that team. This is not the Southampton team we're used to. It, it, it really isn't. I don't know what's going on with them, but honestly, I disagree with the with the, the fellow who said earlier that they they make it. I think. The bottom three right now is Southampton, Stoke City, and West Brom. And mm-hmm. honestly, they've been the worst three teams all season, if you really think about it. And I don't see them getting back up. I just don't see it. They don't have enough. They don't score enough goals. They scored three against West Brom. thought that was great for them. they probably pat themselves on the back. But overall, they don't score enough goals. They just don't. And that's that's what it is. So you got to score goals to stay in the league. Huddersfield, Huddersfield were going through a really bad patch until this 4-1 hammering of Bournemouth. So... Um, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully that that kind of turns around their fortunes a little bit, um, and they're able to claw claw out. But you know, um, other than West Brom, West Brom, West Brom, I think they're a goner. They're definitely going down. But from nineteenth to say the thirteenth, well, well, where Newcastle are, um, there's only three point differential. Stoke are at twenty five. That's at, nine, at position 19. At position 13 is Newcastle United with 28 points. So it's incredibly tight in there. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's really, really crazy. I heard, um, I, I don't have the table right in front of me. I, yeah. I should have it up. Irresponsible mm-hmm. of me. Um, <laughs> but um, 11 through 20 is basically separated by, what, 10 points, 11 points? Mm-hmm. It's very tight right now. Yeah. Um, with that being said, it's, 
it's imperative that these clubs score goals. And Southampton is not a club to score goals. They could even muster one against our back. Let's let's face it, guys. We don't exactly have the most. Carius was amazing again today. Yeah. Um, the back line, uh, whatever. I can I can point out certain examples. Not to divert away from what we are talking about at the moment, mm-hmm. but um, Southampton should have at least had one, at least one. Okay. I saw plenty of opportunities, especially in the second half, where yeah. um, Tadic, his playmaking ability, he could have had uh, a couple of chances to maybe create something for someone out in front. Yeah. Um, is uh, So, yeah. With that being said, I, I actually have the table in front of me because I was doing a little bit of research, but just looking at the table um, at the current match week, um, interesting. Um, of only the top six at the moment, that City, United, us, Spurs, Chelsea, and Arsenal have a positive goal difference. Every team from position seven to the bottom of the table has a negative GD. Mm. That's some yeah. amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. Okay, um, yeah. As we heard in the in in in, in the in the start, um, you know, Carrier said, you know, that's my job uh, as a goalkeeper. You know, to keep the keep the team in it. Um, Cameron, um, what's your view on Carrier? Impressed with him? Is do you think he's he's doing his uh, chances of being given the number one um, you know shirt, uh, literally and figuratively, um, justice? Is he making a strong case uh, to stay there? Yeah. I would say that he's so far he's stepping up to the plate. I think that he could have arguably been a uh, player of the match against uh, against Spurs with a penalty save and a couple other big saves, and then uh, this this game as well. He's he's never really had um, a, a consistent run of games mm-hmm. where they're saying you're the number one for the rest of the season. Uh, it happened once, and then he was he was replaced with Mingley again. So. I'm I'm really excited to see the rest of the season where he's just got that confidence and knowing that no matter what he's going to have that spot. Okay. Um, at least I hope. At least I hope that's what it that, that's what it goes like. Okay. Okay. Aaron, I'm going to pose this question to you. Um, you know, we we do know that Klopp is still persisting, or at least up to the most recent uh, uh, games, still persisting with his rotation goalkeeper rotation. So we perhaps could expect to see Mignolet against. Porto. Um, My God, I hope not. Do do oh, you okay, do you think do you think that should happen? Do you think you know what? Screw this ro- goalkeeper rotation thing. Karius continues to play. Man, this is uh, the second one when you you gave me a great question on the spot. That's a tough one, man. Um, I I say yeah. I say yeah. I say you put Minule in the Champions League. Um, Wait, wait, no, whoa, whoa, pause. Okay. Hold on, hold on, no. let the man finish, let no. the man finish, let the man no. finish, let the man finish. Let me finish, let me finish, let me finish. Yeah, okay, go ahead, go ahead. So, go ahead. so, so uh, it's been about rotation, right, yeah. uh, with club, especially with keepers. Yeah. Um, and it's always been, or it was, Mignolet had the Premier League, Carriers had the Champions League. Okay. Um, you have two keepers, and... Carries has had two back-to-back really good games, and I didn't even know, I didn't realize this, but we've only lost once with Carries in, in that this season, which yes. is impressive. It's good, you know. Mm-hmm. He's had some bad games, he's had some good games. Back-to-back okay. good games, great. But I do think um, Mignolet is still there, and I feel like Klopp 
will go. It's not necessarily what I want, yeah. but I do feel like Klopp will go with Mignolet in the Champions League. I, I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Okay. But if I know Klopp, I know he likes to shuffle a lot, sometimes more than he needs to, I think. But I think in the Champions League, he will go with Mignolet. I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Okay, Stan is about to boil over. Stan, state your piece then. <laughs> Stan's gone. Hello. Stan is gone. I'll, I'll, I'll say my piece on it. There's no fucking way that Mingwei is going to be in the Champions League game. I'll put money on it. It's not happening. Really? Wow. I totally okay. agree with that. I, I just I just think that uh, after he said Karius was the number one, uh, the the next, uh, what was it, the FA Cup game against West Brom, yeah. he looked. He looked like shit, and he's had he's had two hundred appearances for the club. He's been given his chance. He hasn't proven it. Mm. Karius needs a needs a, a run of games. For he's the first keeper until till the end of the season. At least that's the way it should be. And there are no other there are no other competitions that we're in anyway. It's just the Premier League and and the Champions League. And to be honest with you, goalkeepers don't need rotation as much as outfield players. You know you know what I'm saying. In fact, actually, the least, the less you rotate your goalkeeper. Hey, sorry. Sorry, I said he's yeah. Carius isn't covering eleven kilometers like Salah every game. Exactly, yeah. Real, real quick though, when he said Minule was the number one, what, what, ended up, what ended up happening? When he said Minule was the number one early in the season, mm-hmm. did he not still play Carius in Champions League? So saying he's the number one to me doesn't mean that that means he's going to finish the season as the keeper in every single game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why, and that's why I think Klopp will put. Menule in the Champions League. Um, mm. I think we, we haven't seen the end of Menule for this season. We haven't. Number one, if Klopp is going to let him go, surely he's seen enough of him. Surely we have seen enough of him more than Klopp. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think Klopp, you know, he has this this kind of trust in some of these players, and he, he kind of maybe blindfully with some of these players and the trust and the and the confidence he has in them. But I feel like we will see Menule uh, again before the season is over. I cannot see Carriers playing every single game both league and Champions League to the end. I just don't see it. I don't say, I'm not saying I want it. I just don't see Klopp going that, that route. That's okay. me. Okay. You who, Stan, sure. are you back? Uh, sorry, guys. I had some sort of connectivity issue. Okay, yeah. I you, hey, man, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't mean to kick you off like that, bro. I mean, it's cool, <laughs> man. I jumped in on your, on your spiel. I, I, nah, that's cool. Uh, I'll, stand my, I'll stand ground. I understand my place. No, right. You were saying, you were saying, you, you, you're not, you, you, you had a view about this Carrius Mignoli thing. You know, uh, okay, so, my goodness, I'm almost, uh, and maybe uh, Aaron, you'll you'll understand what I'm talking about when I say I went all John McCain about it. Uh, yeah, I right. flip Yeah, yeah, you get it? All right. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I loved, I, I loved Niggs for the penalty they had on Jimmy Vardy um, when we were at Leicester uh, that weekend, that terrible, the week. Mm-hmm. A terrible week that we spent in Leicester. That was a really bad week. Yeah, it was a shitty week. Yeah. I'll just I'll put it out there. Yeah. Try not to swear, guys, but whatever. <laughs> Anywho, um, it was a shitty week. I'll just put it out there. And that penalty was literally a defining moment in the season when he made that save. I was like, you know what? Yep. Migs, I I love you forever, but yep. Let's be real. Yep. That Sunday at Wembley against Spurs, away to Spurs was really bad yeah. and there are there were other examples of poor goalkeeping by Mignolet mm-hmm. um, with that said I, I, I really do believe now that Karius is the number one goalkeeper 
number one uh, goal pe- goalkeeping act option uh, for the club. I don't even want to see Joel Ward. The Joel Ward stands need to fall back ASAP. Mm. Like just need to fall back. You just need to get out of my mentions. You need to get out of my life. <laughs> I don't. I don't care that you've. That you've like saved a bunch of shots from a bunch of kids who are 22 and 23 years old. That Danny, does not Danny. compare. <laughs> Danny Ward, Danny Ward, right? Danny Ward, yeah. Not Joel. yeah. yeah. Danny that's a different Ward. player. Okay. Yeah, that's a different player. Hey, gotcha. But, uh, listen, gotcha. Um, oh, Joel Ward is uh, as a uh, Capitals player. Whatever. Sorry. Okay. Um, the Saints' malaise meant that um, we were not really punished for squandering our chances in the second half. Um, and Bobby, I want to go to you with this next question. I want to talk about another guy, about a guy who seems to be, <laughs> read this online, redefining the meaning of invisible. What do you think of Ginny Wijnaldum, Bobby? Uh, um, so I, I really like Ginny. Um, I think that he's the kind of player that most, uh, I guess, uh, most of us will like to see obviously score more goals and get more assists. Um, but I think that he plays a really important role in our team by, uh, by holding up play um, as well as recycling the ball whenever uh, we get the ball back and, and, and really allowing us to um, transition from our defense into our offense. Okay. Um, especially, especially during this game uh, where I felt that, I felt that um, Emery Chan kind of sat a little bit deeper and and um, and kind of stayed there, um, uh, but but I, I do feel that uh, that that genie is kind of that kind of that player that does really get lost, but he plays a really important role in terms of just like uh, how we transition from defense to offense. And mm-hmm. I thought he actually had a pretty good game, um, despite like you said being invisible for for most of it. Okay. Um, but yeah, but I'm a, I'm a big fan. Okay, let me let me let me read some of the fume, okay, on um, on, on social, okay, um, and then we'll, we'll continue to stay on this point about Ginny Wijnaldum. I'm actually beginning to hate Wijnaldum. Wijnaldum hasn't been bad, but he's been really passive. Not sure what's happened to him, really. Wijnaldum equals redefining the meaning of invisible. Wijnaldum is just just there to make up the numbers. Wijnaldum, do something! Uh, What does Wijnaldum actually do in these games? He isn't a good passer. He isn't a good creator. He gets dominated in aerial duels. He isn't the best ball winner. He doesn't get on the score sheet. And finally, I'm going to end with this. Is Wijnaldum on the pitch today? Not good enough for the Reds. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. May I interrupt, please? Yes. What in the flying fuck does boring James Milner do? Because if we're <laughs> really going to talk shit on GD, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm partial towards <laughs> the Dutch. Maybe I'm partial towards black footballers in general. But what in the hell does James Milner do? It's literally the same thing. It's literally the same thing. He does not make money. <laughs> He does not. He does not come in in a time of crisis. He's literally there to take up space on the pitch, mm. and I get it. Oh, oh my God, I'm not racist. However, because <laughs> the fact that James Milner is white, and because he has he's older and he has this perceived intelligence, it's almost he gets a free pass. However, he gets burned. He gets burned so often. He starts much more though. He, he gets, starts much more though, uh, Jenny. He starts uh, much more, starts and much he more. Uh, he um. I, I, listen, oh my God, I, I went down the wrong road. Can I Go ahead, Bobby. I'm sorry. Let me view. I'm sorry, Bobby. Go ahead. Go ahead, Bobby. 
Uh, it's Please. all right. I mean, well, just to, just I guess just to comment on Milner, I thought he actually had a um, had a pretty decent game uh, when he was subbed in. Um, but I do like Milner. Um, well, uh, in the midfield, I, I do feel that he provides that that experience um, as well as that. I mean, that work rate. I mean, he is. Uh, I think I, I read somewhere um, earlier on in the season that he was um, the fittest uh, player from uh, from the get. And I wouldn't be even surprised if he still is the fittest uh, guy there. So yeah. if there is anything that I think that, that Jimmy Milner does uh, for us within that midfield, yep. he, he has to be part of that engine that keeps us going, yep. as well as that, that, that cooling, uh, calming, I guess, enforcer um, uh, to the team. I mean, there's a reason why he is vice captain on this team. Yep. Um, Bobby, it's so, because he's uh, old. Bobby, it's because he's old. <laughs> well, wait, okay, wait. I'm sorry. No, wait. Come, I'm sorry. Can, may I? Can I get like 30 seconds? Please? No, you have 15 I, seconds. 30 seconds after 15? that. 15? 15? <laughs> I, I, okay, please. Okay. I. It's literally because Genie doesn't play on the ball. Genie is not on an all the ball player. He's not a goal scorer. He's not a playmaker. Mm-hmm. He is literally, you know what? He takes up space. His role is to attack in the press. Mm-hmm. Am, am I coming across clear to anybody? Mm-hmm, His role mm-hmm. is to attack on the press and be some sort of cog in the four-three-three. He literally has an undefined role, which is why he's called Ghost. Okay, I'm I'm muting. Okay, uh, Cam, any any merit to, to this criticism, this Ginny criticism? Uh, no, I, I definitely do think that Ginny struggles in the games where we have the ball a lot, where there's not much transition, just like, uh, I don't know if it was Bobby that was saying it, he is hugely effective in those games where we are transitioning from offense to defense to offense to defense, and it's so quick. Mm-hmm. Those are his games. But when we're playing against those low-block teams like West Brom, like Swansea, those are the games where he's going to disappear in. So today I think that he did he did all right, but um, the, there definitely could have been uh, a little bit more done. But I think that um, James Milner mm-hmm. and Henderson bring in that little um, – a little different of uh, tactics, okay. uh, where where they can break down the low block and they have the the composure and and they're they're good in possession. So okay. I think that it's just different different. Um, uh, well, I'm I'm losing a losing a sense for words. Right, 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 just, right. Just different players. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, like as we do, um, we're going to go for a short listening break. But um, when we come back, we're going to be talking about Virgil van Dijk. We're going to be talking about Alberto Moreno and a couple of other topics. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back.
What an effort by Newcastle United. A first home win in the Premier League since October. The bottom half of the table. Huddersfield's win earlier sent them out of the bottom three at Newcastle's expense. Now the Magpies have beaten Manchester United. So Southampton, who kick off shortly against Liverpool, are now in the bottom three. It is well, so Ruffer, is that the, the sweetest win of the, the season so far? Half. To be fair, we have had a lot of games that we were doing well and we didn't have uh, luck today playing a good game. Given everything, we were a little bit lucky in the end because they were attacking and we have to defend the last 10 minutes uh, with everything. So we were a little bit lucky, but I think we deserve this luck because the way that we were uh, playing and the way that we were working uh, during the whole game. You spoke about it in the week, saying you were close against the top six teams, but you needed to know how to hold on. So that's it. You've done it today. Yeah, I think that it was important to score the goal at the time that we scored the goal. So as soon as they were attacking and attacking, we needed fresh legs. We were managing a little bit better the last minute. So uh, we were, I say, lucky with a couple of shots that we blocked. But uh, still, we did well attacking and, and, and going forward when we regained the ball. So a lot of positives uh, for the future and a big boost for, for everyone here. No, 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 we won't forget you, Rafa Benitez. I just absolutely love this guy. Putting one over our greatest rivals, Manchester United. Newcastle beat them at St. Jesus Park. Still thinking of us, isn't he, Rafa Benitez? <laughs> God bless him. What a shit team Manchester United is. It seems that the romance between Mourinho and Pogba is really well and truly over. <laughs> Did you guys watch that game? Oh yeah, definitely. Well, this didn't look like a very good game to me. Their Newcastle's keeper had a heck of a game. Wow. Oh right, okay. Uh, that's right. He, uh, I think, it was his, it was his first game uh, starting for them, I believe. So, and uh, yeah, he he was definitely, in my opinion, uh, player of the match for them. I mean, he was just making some unbelievable stops for them, yep. especially during the what was it, the last like what ten seconds of the game. He. Uh, um, uh, he had a, a crucial save uh, um, at the end of it, um, yeah. and uh, as soon as they, he, he saved it, uh, the whistle blew. It's a, yeah. Uh, yeah, we should sign him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was I mean, just, it, was a, it was a true. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I was just um, I just saw a, a small video on the um, uh, the Hillsborough uh, commemorative service um, at Anfield, um, where there was a tribute to um, uh, Benitez. Um, and uh, Rafa got got a lot of, uh, very emotional. Um, I just I, when I was watching that video, I just couldn't help myself. A tear just popped out of my eye. <laughs> just when I watched that, um, this guy is just his love for the club, um, for Liverpool is undying. Um, uh, I'm not suggesting that you know he pulled one over Manchester United as a favor to us, but what I'm saying is, um, you know, he, he he still loves us and he still speaks very fondly of us, and he's still, you know, his kids are still in 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 and around Liverpool. Um, a great great manager. Now I'm just looking at the table, okay, um, and I this is on the PremierLeague.com uh, website. Um, and I'm able to filter by match week. And I went back to match week 15, which is sometime in and around end November, early December. 
Um, and at the time, um, we were fourth. Okay, we were fourth on 29 points and, and United um, was six points ahead at 35. Okay, um, now fast forward to match week uh, 27, was it? Uh, yesterday's game, I think, is match yeah, week 27. 27. Um, we have clawed back those points and we're now just two points behind Manchester United. Manchester United. So that's a tremendous effort. It's a tremendous effort to start nipping at the heels of Manchester United, isn't it, Aaron? It is. It's fantastic. And um, I think Man United has had that, that second place holding that down for most of the season. Yeah. Um, so it feels good to be on their heels, as you say. Um, and, and again, you know, it, it, I said it when we first opened up. It's just nice that we can take advantage of, of situations like this when teams in and around us drop points. You know, far too often we don't. So that really just feels good. Um and I've always said it. I've said it um, the moment we knew City was going to win. I said, you know, I think we can get second. I think we will get second. Um, and it's not really so much about what other teams do. we got to handle our own business. Um, and, you know, we're kind of weak in some areas. And knock on wood, none of our four guys have any issues going forward as far as injuries. But um, I think second is our place. And, um, you know, the, the league is gone. So if we can get the best of the rest – you know, I, I wouldn't mind that. So it's definitely nice to, to be getting closer to United. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of trying to finish second, uh, two guys are doing their utmost to help us um, finish their reach there, uh, Bobby and Salah. Um, and to be honest with you, um, Bobby Bobby has been having a phenomenal season. 20 goals, is it? So far he scored. Yeah, twenty goals. Yeah. Amazing season. Amazing season. Assist too. Good with assist too. And, and, and the best part, despite how amazing his his performance is this season, he's still being outmatched by Salah, um, and and Salah is is taking this this competition with Kane incredibly seriously, isn't he, Cameron? Yeah, um, I had just seen a stat that um, that there's only sixteen people in Liverpool history that have more goals than Salah, and that's only after. Uh, not even a full season that is unbelievable yeah <laughs> and those in those names are are top names as well yeah there was one stat yes yeah there was one stat yesterday that i saw that uh, salah has now scored as many or as more goals than robbie fowler with his left foot in a single premier league season mm-hmm. who keeps the statistics anyway it's like it's crazy <laughs> stan do, do you think do you think this puts um to bed the notion that we need a set of a proper center forward. Okay, so first of all, I am a firm believer in the false nine. Okay. And what I mean by that is you could see Bobby all over the pitch today. You saw him up front. Yep. You saw him in the midfield. You saw him defensively. Yep. Um with that being said, the false nine, right? If you don't know, and I'm not talking to you guys, I mean, for the listeners out there, by false nine, it means a center forward who is literally all over the pitch. Yeah. When you have a false nine, when you play a false nine system, yeah. it literally means your number nine is not necessarily playing as a center forward. He's yeah. playing as an interchangeable forward who literally plays all over the park. Uh, he Bobby Firmino is basically a more aggressive and tactically adept Wayne Rooney for Everton, and I, I I'm sorry, it's 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 heresy for me to even bring up Everton. However, 
I can appreciate what Rooney does for Everton as I see what what Bobby does yep. for LFC. Yep. I literally saw Bobby chase back someone today, 60 yards down the pitch in the second half. And as your center forward, playing defensively, playing in the center, uh, playing playing in the the in your last third, it speaks volumes to what he does for us as your number nine. Which is why I needed Serge to get the hell out of here ASAP because he just can't do it. He's not a clock player. Mm. It's, we're not talking about Serge. It's neither here nor there. And I'm sorry, guys, I go on tangents. I'm all over the place. <laughs> That's all right. Um, I apologize. However, um, we're, we're on Bobby, right? Bobby is our number nine. We don't need, we don't need to spend 70 million, 80 million, 90 million, however the fuck millions you want to spend on number nines. We don't need it. What we need are forwards who fit the system. Mohamed Salah fits the system. He takes advantage of opportunities. Sadio Mane fits the system. He takes advantage of opportunities. Bobby Firmino, the perfect number nine. He, I have said repeatedly, without a doubt, week after week after week. Yeah. And I, I, and you know what? The haters are going to hate. Let them hate. But Bobby Firmino is the best false nine in the world. Line up with anybody. Yeah. And there are not yeah. too many four three threes that have the type of number nine that we have. Yeah. That's why Chelsea is struggling this year. Yeah. Alvaro uh, Morata is not a false nine. He's not a, even a number nine. He's yeah. really not. He's literally a... a He's a header-only forward who has the ability to sometimes play the ball on his feet. Yeah. Romelu Lukaku is actually a better number nine center forward type than, than Morata is. Mm. That's saying something. Because Lukaku's trash with his feet. He's absolute shit with his feet. Bobby has it all. Bobby can press. Bobby can tackle. Bobby can pass the ball. Bobby led on Mohamed Salah with the second second goal with a back heel flick. <laughs> yeah, that was that was an amazing I, move. That's come amazing on, move. I mean, come on, like, the proof is out there. But, I mean, for all, I'm sorry, I, this is just me ranting against. Oh, uh, we, we, we've yet to we've yet to see this improved contract now, though, for for Bobby. Um, it needs to happen before, immediately because if we lose, it's going to happen now because his his countrymate is gone, right? Bef- because his countrymate, his countryman has gone to Barcelona. Okay. And Bobby, thank God. For let's his let's talk about that for royalty. a moment. Let's talk about that for a moment. Because before this game sure. he gave an, an interview at Esporte. He said um, he sees himself at Anfield for many years to come. He says Liverpool are one of the greats in Europe. Being able to be part of the history of such a great club is gratifying to me. I'm very happy to be here at Liverpool. I do not see myself out of the club for years to come. I believe I'm living one of the best phases of my career. Yada 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 yada. Bobby I'm talking about the Bobby on this show, not Bobby for me. You know, <laughs> we've heard all this before, haven't we? We've heard all this he- before, haven't we? So, we have, uh, would you put any weight uh, to what he's saying here? Um, I mean, well, I mean, I totally believe him when he says it. Um, though, uh, I mean, like, uh, just we have heard it before. Uh, yeah. It does worry me that. Uh, I mean, I know that. The, the spotlight right now is all on Salah because of all the goals and that he's scoring. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to miss. But um, I mean, he's I mean, Bobby uh, Firmino is a close second in my opinion to I guess uh, our player of the season. Um, I mean, and you can obviously see it. I mean, he's improving on all fronts yep. uh, this season uh, with us. Um, yeah, 
and uh, it's yeah, he's, I mean, he's an integral part to our system, and I would even argue that he is the system. If we don't have him, none of it works. And yep. I think that I think that uh, what I guess helps me sleep a little bit at night is he he fits our system so well that I don't know if he'd be as effective if he went to a Chelsea or an Arsenal or. Um, or, 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 or Tottenham, just because the way that they play are, are just completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I, though, so just I guess just getting back to it, I do feel that we we definitely need to lock him up. Um, I mean, the rumor was it was going to be a lifetime contract, um, but <laughs> we did. I, 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 when Coutinho signed that extension, I really thought he was going to stay for Liverpool forever. But um, you know. Uh, I guess it, uh, you know we we all know what happened there, but yeah. I mean I guess the the most important thing that we need to really focus on uh, in, uh, is tying him down. But most importantly, uh, making sure that we win silverware so that we can ensure that he does stay. Yeah. Um, even though he's saying all these positive things of of how much of uh, he's in he's enjoying his life and, and his football at Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if there's one guy that's possibly going to buck this trend of South American players um, yearning for the um, green, green grass of um, Barcelona and Real Madrid, it's probably Bobby Firmino. I I don't know. I don't know. Um, Okay, let's talk about another player here. Aaron, um, Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane, um, he looks out of form, doesn't he? I disagree. No, I disagree. Um, we're talking about goals, sure, but I, I think Sadio ends up in the right places a lot of times. He's been really unlucky. I think he's playing on the left, not to make excuses for him. Um, he's playing on the left. You mm-hmm. can see that he's very hesitant. I don't know if he's still carrying something light injury-wise, um, but there's a lot of times where he slows the pace up on fast breaks when we when we're breaking and we're we're going you know, towards the goal and, and yeah. you know, and usually we would score. He's slowing it up. He's cutting inside. Um, he's thinking too much. And I think maybe confidence may be off a little bit for one reason or another. There was a great moment at the end of the game where Klopp embraces him. Yeah. It's really quick. And he's telling him some, probably something to the effect of keep your head up, just keep playing, you know, but for me, he's ending up in the right place at the right time. A lot right. of times. And he's just being unlucky. Um, he's still really heavily involved. We still need um, Mane and his goals are pretty close to what he had last season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Salah coming in and, and just lighting the world on fire really, really overshadows a lot of players, really. I mean, because that's what we're talking about a lot, not really Bobby, even mm-hmm. though he does so much for the team. It's Salah, and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, Salah has 22 goals. Kane has 23. Salah is a bit special to me because he's got the assist as well mm-hmm. um, and less minutes played than Kane. But, yeah, Mane, that's my man. I just hope that he can, you know, keep his head up. I don't really form though i just think that he's been a bit unlucky you know what i mean and um i, I think that'll that'll uh he'll 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 snap out of that um sooner than later you know people forget when we didn't have salah i think it might have been burnley in one other game but definitely the burnley game he had the goal there mm-hmm. um he had an important goal at city so you know it's, it's easy to say things like that when he's he's not our he's not the main man anymore and that's okay that's okay you know we we got three yeah, guys on yeah, top yeah. that yeah i'm aaron i'm sorry yeah uh, just I want to add on to what Aaron's saying. Um, people tend to forget. Also, like uh, without without Salah, um, we would need 
Mane's uh, his goal scoring prowess in front of goal. We would need him mm. for sure. Uh, we would need his twenty plus goals this year, mm. just for the sheer threat. Just for the sheer threat. Yeah, yeah. just for the threat of his pace. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, just yeah. need that. Um, I think people forget how potent uh, that Sadio Mane was last season before mm. the knee injury. Before the knee injury, that you know he missed what four or five months. Mm. He missed a, a, he missed crucial fixtures. Mm. Thank goodness we were able to qualify for the Champions League. Uh, yeah. Thank goodness. You know, I, that's all I had. I just do not forget the potency and the importance of Sadio Mane to this club. And I, I really do think that aside from the attention, people are, I, I think, I don't know if it's a media deal or what have you, but there is some sort of like African rivalry between Mane and Salah. And it's it's trash. It's, bull, it's, it's absolute bullshit because... Those guys love working together. Yeah. However, with Salah bagging all the goals this year, it really makes it easy to point the finger at Mane and be like, hey, you're not really doing what you need to do. It's just like, hey, I got red carded. I suffered a hamstring injury on international duty. Mm. I'm not getting the playing time that I need. Mm. Where, uh, where, by contrast, I don't know how in the hell Salah is able to play I'm, I'm not trying to bring up any... Oh, my God, guys. I'm not I'm not trying to put anything out there. I'm just saying. He's, Salah is invincible, it looks like. Yeah, he's, he's just on fire at the moment. You know, he's just on fire. Yeah, he's he's just, just, just on fire. His yeah. form is absolutely ridiculous, yeah. and it's stretched for weeks. That's all I got. Yeah. Um, just just uh, tagging on to what Aaron said earlier. Um, it, he was he's right you know his numbers are not that far off I and mean, if you look at the 16-17 season um, Mane uh, scored 13 goals and had 8 assists okay just, just at the top line figures um, but just this season despite his bad form he's already scored 9 goals in all competitions and 7 assists so he's only 1 assist shy of what his numbers were for last season um, and only 4 goals shy um, of where he was um, um, last season. So it doesn't sound so bad, but um, Cameron, how much do you think his, his current so-called malaise or luck, as you, were, you can use whatever word, is due to his position, the, the, the position he plays? Um, I would actually would like to bring up uh, most of his, his goals scored. Uh, the the long distance strikes are left footed. I think he's mm. actually a left footed shooter who can dribble in with his right, and then not many people are like that. No, a lot yeah. of people shoot with their right, dribble with their right. Yeah, shoot with their left, dribble with their left. And I think he's just one of those uh, just different type of players where, like, I mean, if you remember his uh, goal against Arsenal, where he cut in. With his left, scores at upper 90 on check when it's in his first season. Yeah. He had the one against Burnley, the one against City. They're all left-footed, so I feel like that he, he was really good at cutting in on the left, and now Salah's, now Salah's doing it on that side. So mm. he's finding other ways to get to get it done, but he's just not scoring the decisive goals uh, that, that he was before, where he was winning the games. Yeah. It's, it's Salah that's doing it now. So. I, d- I did read something about you know uh, possibly trying to swap 
um, uh, Salah and Mane positionally. But why would you do that? Because Salah is just on fire in that position, and then Firmino right in the center. They're having that, this 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 connection between each other as well. It just doesn't make sense to to mess about with this, with the, with the with the system that seems to be working. A connection that's working, right? Definitely, I wouldn't do it. Hmm. Yeah, totally agree. I mean, I think I still think that as as underwhelming as uh, as Mane may may seem compared to last season, yeah. uh, I do feel that, I do feel that he is he is still being effective, uh, just as you guys were saying. Um, uh, it just in different ways. I mean, he everybody in the league knows that he is still a very dangerous player, yeah. and and because of that. I mean, he's pulling other player, other opponents uh, to him, which opens up space and allows us to be a little bit more effective on the counter. So, um, so I mean, he, he's still playing an important role. And, you know, it, the fact that Klopp is obviously still playing him is, I mean, indicative of the fact that he still has a lot of confidence in him, mm-hmm. as well as he's being not as effective in terms of goal scored. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, but he's got the assist there from, uh, I guess, compared to last season yeah. um, and this season. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, uh, but, but yeah, he's, he's still being effective in other ways. Yeah. Um, kind of uh, second ghost to Genie, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay, let's move on to another guy here, Alberto Moreno. Um, again, very toxic, very toxic LFC Twitter, you know, LFC social media sometimes, you know. Alberto Moreno, he put out a tweet, okay. Um, he said, very good three points, clap, clap. Okay. Immediately, people jump on. It says, um, it was one of your best performances in a Liverpool shirt. Oh, Lord. Oh, yes, I, you I hope you stay on the bench as long as possible because you... Yeah, I hope you stay on the bench as long as possible because you aren't a good enough left back. Another one. Don't take it personally, and I'm sure you're a nice guy, but we all want Liverpool to win, win games and trophies. That ain't happening with you in the team, pal. Don't take offense, though. What in the actual? Go ahead, let it out, let it out, let it out, <laughs> let it out. Okay, I know. Okay, I I, I don't think anyone's going to disagree. Robertson, it has made this pos- the position his own, right? No, totally not agree. a chance. No, no, hmm. it's not his by a long shot. Okay, okay, Stan, you're, you, st- you you okay, fine. Uh, everyone, anyone else disagree with that? I disagree with Stan on that one. Okay. I disagree. That's I fair. disagree as well. Okay, that's fine. That's, that's fine. Fair. That's fine. Okay, that's fair. Um, but still, this guy, he's he's he set out most of last season. Okay, he spent his he spent time on the bench. He's had time to think about it, and he's been training hard. He has great great attitude. And he's come back. Okay, yes. Now, uh, I thought he had pretty good uh, performances. Uh, you know, when he came back this season, and then of course he had this injury. And then, of course, it was a chance for Robertson to come in. And for me, I think Robertson has done really, really well. Um, but then to just criticize him and say, you know, that's your best performance in a Liverpool shirt when obviously when he didn't play. What's that about? I don't get it. Okay, Stan, you don't, obviously don't think, you, you don't think so. You, you think Moreno has got more to, to offer. I just, okay. Oh, man. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right. I'm going to probably offend a fuck ton of UK supporters. But personally, <laughs> I think Robbo's trash. 
I think he's shit. Whoa. I, yeah, I think he's trash. Yeah, I, it, I listen, listen. I've seen enough of him. I've seen enough of him in the Scotland shirt. I've seen enough of him in the Liverpool shirt. Okay, for whomever thinks that Albi Moreno is too aggressive, I think Rabu is that much worse in far, uh, as far as we don't need two wingbacks going forward at all times. Mm-hmm. The reason why I appreciate Albi is because Albi is willing to sit back while... Okay, when Albi plays with Joe mm-hmm. Gomez, right? Albi will press forward and bomb on because he knows Joe will hang back. Okay. When Albi plays with Trent, Albi will actually hang back and, and he'll be aggressive, but he knows that Trent wants to bomb forward. Mm. I feel as though Albi's more cognizant of who whom his other wingback is. Mm. Am I making sense at all? Am I? No, am I? I just, okay, I just feel though as, as though Bravo is is uber aggressive he's too aggressive and he always wants to bomb forward and he always wants to get involved with the attack who's who's got the better who's got the better um final product though in terms of crossing moreno robinson robbie and okay well what do you want okay so i guess my question is and with trent being the superb crosser that he is Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. every ball i would say that his his balls into play into mm. the box. What he's 85, 90%. Yep. Maybe that's a bit hyperbole from my point of view, but I feel as though every ball that Trent puts into the box is a golden chance, mm-hmm. a big chance. It leads to a big chance. With that being said, um, who's the best out of, yeah, you're going to take Bravo, right? I mean, Bravo can put the ball into play. Mm-hmm. You can put the ball into the cross, and you're going to get some sort of chance out of it. Yeah. You're going to either get a clearance that's going to come to a midfielder for maybe either a reset or a volley, or you're going to get something that can lead to one of the center forwards or a winger yeah. that can put the ball on goal. Yeah. I don't think you need two aggressive wingbacks. Yeah. yeah. That's my point of view. And I don't think Rob- Robertson has the defensive acuity to – hang tight with whomever he's responsible for on the wing. Guys, I should have taken notes previously heading into this match. He played fine today. He played fine. Okay. He's, it's, okay, let's... Um, no, go ahead, go ahead. Let me, I'm sorry. Okay, let me ask Bobby. Okay, Bobby, um, uh, choose. Bravo, Moreno. Uh, um, I, I really like um, uh, uh, Robertson. Um, I... I, I I, I see. I, I kind of see. I guess where um, uh, where Aaron's coming from, but uh, I, I do think that uh, I do think that uh, that that Robertson is really that. I feel like he's that engine within our back four here um, mm-hmm. that that keeps us uh, uh, that keeps us really, I guess, stable. I th- I honestly, I, I, as much as uh, Moreno has, I guess, revived his Liverpool career this season. Um, uh, there's something to say about um, uh, just what what Robertson is, is is giving us. I mean, I'm looking at uh, the stats right now. Uh, there, uh, so for um, so for Moreno, he has what 2.8 tackles uh, this season yeah. uh, uh, compared to uh, Robo, who who has 1.4. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, Moreno has more tackles, but 
um, Robertson has more interceptions in 1.4 versus uh, Moreno's in uh, 0.8. So that tells me that uh, that Robertson is more positionally, uh, I guess, uh, aware of what he's doing and is playing a different game uh, relative to Moreno. Yeah. Um, and there's been many times uh, during, uh, uh, I guess, during uh, Moreno's tenure where we have seen him bomb forward way too much and being exposed and leaving us exposed in the back. And I think that Robertson is very aware of just where he is in his space. Um, you know, so, I mean, he, he's, he's playing to his strengths, you know, so yeah. he's not as quick as, as Moreno, um, but, uh, but, he, but he does provide us a different uh, look in, in our defense, as well as, uh, I would say, a little bit more composure as well, so... Okay, okay. Um, Aaron, I know where you stand on this one because I think we had a brief chat about this on the previous show, I believe, um, and you, you told me um, uh, basically you, you're on, on, on for Robbo. Um, Cam, Robbo, uh, Moreno. Um, Choose one. You know, I just, I'm glad we don't have to just choose one and stick him in that position for the rest of the season, to be honest. I'm, yeah. I'm glad that Moreno's kind of in a in a better in a better situation Fair enough. Uh, than than he was last year, and then yeah. I'm glad that Robertson can come in and and fill in for him while he's injured. I don't think that we really need to compare okay. this player or that player. I Fair think enough. that I mean, really, what we should be focusing on is that's a clean sheet. I mean, Robo yep. Robo did well, and I, I we we got the three points. Like it's uh, I don't know. It's, great shot, that, that. great shot, right? that, right. yep. great shot, yeah, great very, shot, yeah, very good, very good. Uh, if I may also add, uh, there's there's also just this one uh, intangible that Robertson has uh, versus Moreno, and mm-hmm. you can easily see that when you think about uh, the City game where we beat City, and I don't even think that I need to uh, tell you what moment that was yeah. <laughs> uh, that Robertson had, and that is something that I think that 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 to me that kind of uh, display uh, and uh, character uh, that Robertson that has put. Um, uh, I guess throughout the season is indicative of that performance that he had dur- during CD, and I don't think that you would ever see that in Moreno. Um, and if you were to see that in Moreno, it's probably because uh, uh, he's out of position yeah. and and, and, okay. and, 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 and needs to get back. Yeah. Great job. Yeah, Great yeah, show. yeah, yeah. Okay, I can't, I can't knock that. <laughs> okay, we're going to end on a lighter note right now, and this is the LFC X Files. There's no place like home. Virgil van Dijk had an awkward start to Sunday's late fixture on his first return to St. Mary's since completing his £75 million move to Liverpool. The Dutch defender headed straight to the home dressing room and was left briefly baffled as to why the door wouldn't open. Tonight, the team will investigate why VVD went to the wrong dressing room. Okay, do you think he went to retrieve his rubber ducky? Do you think he left it behind in his uh, bathtub? The ice bath or something? Come on, guys, give me some theories. I actually didn't hear anything about him going to the wrong locker room. Yeah, that's news to me. <laughs> yeah, same here. Yeah, that's fresh. <laughs> I, I haven't heard anything about Okay, now, now, now that you know, why do you think he went to the wrong dressing room? Still think he's a Southampton player. There's a ghost. It's gotta be a ghost, right? <laughs> There's some uh, maybe it was uh, Letizia on a um, 
on a bullhorn, right? Maybe Matt Letizier. I come on, guys. You guys know Matt Letizier, the yeah, yeah. fabulous mm-hmm. center forward for yeah. Southampton back in the day. Who's now a pundit uh, for whomever, whatever, whomever pays his bills, whatever. <laughs> but uh, maybe Letizier was on a bullhorn. Maybe he, you know, said Virgil. Rachel, Rachel. <laughs> Maybe he was calling Tom, right? I mean, who knows, right? I mean, don't know, man. That sounds Maybe. really creepy. <laughs> but not, not as not as creepy as that. Not as creepy as the Huddersfield guy showing his cock on TV I mean, on uh, BT right? Sport. I mean, did you guys see that? Uh, did you see that thing with the Huddersfield uh, uh, substitute on on BT Sport showing nah, his that penis? Was disgusting. Uh, <laughs> what that was the disgusting. fuck was that? But imagine how, how 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 often that happens. Somebody just happened to catch him. I mean, that probably happens all the time. You know, guys are changing on the side. Somebody just happened to catch it and picked it up. That's, I mean, he took off his shorts and there he was hanging right there. I was like, dude, don't you wear something underneath that or what? What, what the hell? We have, uh, what, we have, come on, there's, we have, what, five, six guys on the first team <laughs> who used to play for them? Yeah. Including Ox. Ox was actually a first team member of them too. Remember, guys, Ox was before he went to Arsenal. Ox was actually a South. He played at the Dell. Ox played at the Dell. Uh, yeah. Hey, you know what? I yeah. think. I think this is what I think. I think Klopp was deliberately trolling the Saints. I- Totally agree. Yeah, I mean, the the match was well and truly over, and just with minutes to go, Klopp opted to give the Saints fans what they were calling out for the opportunity mm-hmm. to boo all five of their totally four players. At the same damn time. Why, same- not, right? Why not? Let it all out. Let it all out. Let it all out. Top Let trolling from top trolling well, from club. Well done, boss. Yeah. And well, you can also see, I mean, during the game, um, uh, Van Dyke, I mean, it was from time to time, whenever they, 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 uh, they put this camera to the, uh, um, they showed him on TV. I mean, he was he was looking like he was having a great time. I mean, like just you know, yeah. every time like he you know he was getting booed. I mean, he always had a smile on his face. So, yeah. so I mean, they, no they one were, had a foul. No, literally, no one had a foul. No. Okay. Uh, as far as the former Southampton players, that's crazy. It's crazy. Okay. Um, Ooh, wow, we've just about run out of time. Okay, important game. Uh, Champions League restarts. Um, we play Porto uh, midweek. We we got to have a better performance than what we did against Southampton. Yeah, of course we secured the two points, uh, three points, uh, scored two goals. But um, Porto are, are not a, a different kettle of fish altogether. Um, okay, I know Aaron. Uh, we did the score prediction uh, yeah, on yeah, our last show, yeah. so I'm going to go through these other three guys. Okay, guys, sure, tell me. Uh, starting with Cam, Cam, um, what do you expect in that game, and what's your score prediction for uh, Porto Liverpool? Uh, I expect uh, Porto to, to play defensively as they're known to do. Um, I don't think that they'll <clears throat> quite sit back just like uh, Swansea and West Brom. So mm-hmm. I think that it'll be a little bit more open. Uh, hopefully. More like the Southampton game. Okay. Uh, my prediction is uh, three to one, Reds. Three to one. Okay. Um, Stan. I agree with Cam. That was uh, the gentleman who was on previously, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, right there with you. Three one. Um, okay. I, I can't really add anything to it. Okay, Bobby. Um, I say uh, two nil us. Um, I think the addition of Henderson in there is going to allow us to um, 
uh, be a little bit more organized and on the field, allow us to be a little bit more yeah. um, push forward, uh, as well as uh, hopefully uh, use our counterattacking uh, disabilities effective. I do expect us to um, not in, not necessarily invite pressure, but definitely I guess focus on using our counterattacks to yeah. um, to break uh, Porto down. So um, I say two nil Liverpool. Okay. Gentlemen, may I may I please may I please I I know I just said three one. May I please interject this caution tape, please? Uh-huh. Porto are the best club in Portugal. Duh, we all know that. Mm-hmm. They have the best defensive record. Yep. With that being said, let us please not be cocky going into this match. If we get out of here, if, if we get out of Porto down a goal, say we're two one down yep. coming out of out of this first ninety minutes. Yep. Let us not panic, please. Yep. There is a distinct possibility that we may come out of the first 90 minutes of this tie mm-hmm. down a goal. It might happen. Maybe. The, Possibly. The, the importance of getting an away goal in this tie yep. is so huge. I mm-hmm. don't care what the final score. Obviously, you can't be down more than two, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. it's a double leg tie, home away, whatever, whatever. But we need to at least get a goal. Yeah. I have the utmost confidence in Carius. I don't have the confidence in Mule. I swear to God. <laughs> if Nick starts. Can I, I, let I'm me, not going to see him. Please. Is, is, please. Is, we can't start Mule. We can't, right? We can't. Hold on, hold on. Okay, Aaron. Aaron first, and then Ken. Yeah, just real quick. Um, uh, I don't know who was that mentioned Henderson. Is he injured? I know he wasn't on the bench today. Does anybody know if he's is he um, hurt? We're just saving him or what? No, I think we're so, saving him. Yeah, uh, Melissa Reddy uh, um, from uh, Gold.com said that uh, that he was being arrested yeah. um, for that Porto okay. game. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Good, okay, good cool, shout cool, that. Cool. Good yeah. shout that though. You yeah, saving for for Porto. So Cam, you were saying? <clears throat> uh, no, I was just filling in on. You we're not seeing Mingle. There's there's no way that we have Carius put in two solid performances like that after saying yeah. he's the number one and they drop him for Migs. It's not not happening. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I agree with the Henderson shout. I think uh, he'll bring a little bit of stability, and uh, I'd like to see the way that they line it up, especially with Chan playing so many games in a row. See, yeah. see if he makes yeah. the round. Yeah. Okay, guys, we have. I mean, come... at the end of the day, what is the difference between Hendo and Milner, right? I mean, Hendo's my captain. I don't know how you guys feel about Henderson, but. I, that's a, that's a whole different show altogether. And I think we did did a couple of those as well. <laughs> yeah, if I if I just also may add, um, just all on the goalkeeper front, um, yeah. I think that there is no chance that Melee starts ever again for us. Um, I think that Carius just provides. Interesting. Um, I just think that Carius uh, provides that that, yeah. that intangible that 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 Mignolet doesn't. I mean, yeah. Uh, Carius, it's, it's easy when we do play Carius that we push we push way further up the pitch yep. um, with them, and I and I really do believe that that Klopp has been really uh, itching for this opportunity that Carius is, for uh, I guess lack of a better term, grabbing by the balls. Yeah. Um, so um, so I, I really do parade. believe that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you. I, I know you're trying to wrap up. Let me just ask one thing, because mm-hmm. um, I, I I see collectively most of us think that. Um, or most of us feel like Mignolet, we don't want Mignolet to start. Let me ask all you guys one question. Never if he does start, if he does start, which I think he will against Porto, do you, will you already think 
that's a loss before a ball is kicked. Yeah. If we find out if we find out if we find out you, you know how we do, we check the lineups before the game starts. If you see Minulay and We're Gold, gonna panic. Are, you, are you saying loss? Everybody's saying no loss? Way. No, 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 yeah. no. Yeah. Nope. No. No. I w- I wouldn't say loss. I just think that it's putting there us we go. at I, I would say that it's putting us at unnecessary risk than we than we would have initially. Okay. I mean I think yeah. I think that moving I think that the main thing that Klopp wants to do Sorry, is Jay. Solidif- solidify his back four yeah. uh, and and having carries in there um uh, is integral to that back four. Yeah. And so it doesn't make sense to me why you would uh, sub out a player who is now in form and carries yeah. for 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 another player who is not in form and for all intents and purposes has never been informed this season. He wants the lead. Fuck, he wants the lead. He wants yeah. the lead. Well, yeah, it's, right. a, it's a World Cup Let year me as well. So. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, really quick, I'll just be really quick. <laughs> a, he wants to leave. Now that he's been displaced as the number one keeper. B. His form has been trash since he saved the penalty at Leicester. Yeah. I've seen enough. I've seen enough to know that he's not in good form right now. I haven't seen any of the holiday fixtures, but I know enough to know that he's been shit since he saved Barty's penalty at Leicester. Yeah. See? He's, yeah. We need a sweeper keeper. We need an Ederson type. We need someone who's okay with – who's comfortable playing the ball. When the ball is played back to you, ah, we, uh, I need the utmost confidence that you can play the ball out and forward. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Me guys. Like we we have to. We really have to wrap up the show. Thank you very much sorry, for joining yeah, me on sorry, the show. Sorry, now, sorry. I just want to say that despite all the pessimism that flows on the internet when Liverpool drop points, um, you know, playing the way we did yesterday wasn't the best. Uh, the, the most perfect uh, game of football, but uh, still getting the results. You know, how many people would have thought that, you know, at this point we will just be two points uh, behind uh, Manchester United uh, for second spot. So, you know what? Um, let's just support the boys. Let's be positive. Anything is possible. Anything can happen. And even for the Champions League, you know, as we said in the last show with Aaron, I think we said, you know. Don't think that ah okay it's a foregone conclusion that the Champions League is is um you know we're not going to win that uh, trophy as well just stay positive stay tight I know I'm sure great things are possible guys thank you very much my thanks to Aaron my thanks to Cameron my thanks to Stan my thanks to Bobby and my thanks to all of you listeners for joining me on the show and I'll talk to you really really soon take care this is your host Joe signing out.
Creeper. 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 